I'm just trying to do positive things. You know, I'm trying to stay active, like physically active. You know, the simple stuff like just eating well, just so I don't start to like dwell on whatever. You know, it's not going super well right now, or the news or anything. You know, so I just try to keep a really positive lifestyle and mindset because I believe it helps everything and、uh, you know, jobs and career included. So many people have been hit with job loss this year, and the restaurant industry has taken a real beating, losing six million jobs. But how do you look for a new job if the only career you know is as a waiter? Hi, this is Diana Burnell O'Leary, and welcome to Job Talk Weekly, where we answer your questions to help accelerate your job search. Today, we talk with a waiter from Chicago about ways to help him expand beyond restaurants. Let's jump in. We're talking with Daniel Wetter in Chicago. Hey, Daniel, welcome to Job Talk Weekly. Hi, thank you for having me. It's good to connect. Well, tell us what you've been doing for the last year or two in Chicago. Sure.、Um, most recently, I have been a server slash supervisor in a West Loop、um, Chicago restaurant called Proxy. It's kind of like a small plates international street cuisine food、um, with Chef Andrew Zimmerman, and so. Um, that's where I've been since 2017. So, what happened this year once the pandemic hit and once the city of Chicago had to start shutting down? You know, it really just kind of like came to a screeching halt. Have you not been working for these past few months? Not working at all? No, I've been on unemployment, but、uh, mine has been a little spotty lately and inconsistent. So,、uh, looking for a job. Yeah, yeah. You know, the city of Chicago is a really well networked. Community, I feel like, have there been any ways for you to connect with your former coworkers or for other people in the restaurant industry to keep each other going and to somehow provide leads or support one another? For sure,、um, outside of just like personal connections or friendships or relationships, on Facebook there's a pretty big page called the Chicago Service Industry Page,、uh, which. If anybody's hiring or anyone's looking for a job, it's a it's a really good resource to connect,、uh, just kind of talk to other people in the industry.、Uh, it's also just a good place to vent if that's what you're interested in as well.、Um, so there's just stuff like that online, at least、uh, during the lockdown and the pandemic itself. Yeah, well, that's that's helpful. I, I think something like that to know that you're not alone and to provide leads for other people. So, what did you like about working in the hospitality industry? Because in your original email to me, you said that you liked it and you could see yourself doing it for for a little bit longer. What do you enjoy about it? I really did enjoy connecting with people, whether it be coworkers or guests themselves. As well,、um, I like the connection. I also just kind of like the. The pace of it, kind of the hustle and and the bustle,、um, and I like the sales part too. You know, I like kind of just like knowing products.、Uh, you know, having the guests kind of like try the product or experience the products, them feeling good about it, me feeling good about it. I really always liked that kind of like interaction. Yeah, I was impressed because on the resume you sent me, you talked about connecting the mission of the restaurant with the customers, and I'd never heard anyone talk about the mission of a restaurant like that. I think that's pretty neat. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I tried to. I don't know. I think that it's just a good part of the experience overall. Kind of the gets the feeling of mission and、uh, kind of have the mission for myself. You know, it's just kind of helps with me feeling like I'm accomplishing something. I will say I am quite envious because I never 
ever worked as a waitress or in hospitality in any way. I ended up getting a part-time job in an office when I was in high school, and that's how I made extra money. But I really envy people who have worked at a restaurant, who have been in a bar, because you have such interpersonal skills, because you have dealt with humanity at their best and at their worst. And I think there's really a lot to be said for that. So do you do you feel like you have a lot of great communication skills from what you've experienced as a waiter? I do. Uh, just, you know, general communication skills. And then kind of, I think what you're touching on a little bit is like, you have guests that are unhappy sometimes. And so you, you kind of need to learn a lot about different types of personalities, your personality and how it all kind of work together. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So what, what is your next step? Um, I know you're, you're networked, you're on Facebook with other former servers. I mean, what have you been trying and what's worked? So I'm kind of in the middle of taking my next step and a little bit unsure on where I want to go with it. Um, so while I enjoyed serving and I learned a lot during it, I would like to, if staying in hospitality, move to a management role. Um, I would like to take what I've learned and kind of like teach it to others and kind of like create a culture of my own. Um, I think that would be really nice. And then outside of that, if it's not hospitality, I kind of want to take these skills that I've developed in hospitality, like sales and interpersonal skills, and maybe apply it to a more general sales position or just something outside of the industry uh, in general, because the industry itself is it's just completely different right now. For sure. I think of some of the old steakhouses where you could go and you'd meet a waiter who had been there for 20 or 30 years. And same thing in Los Angeles. We have restaurants like that where someone could make a career out of it. But right now we are at such a turning point. Um, It's smart that you're looking at other opportunities. Um, I would imagine that customer service roles could be a good fit for you because, again, like you've said, you've dealt with customers like right there in, in the restaurant who are unhappy. Hopefully some are happy as well. But are there customer service jobs? Well, I think of it. I don't know. Was it Amazon that expanded to Chicago? I mean, there's got to be some some businesses in the West Loop and other companies that need customer service help. Yeah. I mean, there is a little bit available on Amazon at the moment, but a lot of what I'm seeing is like warehouse stuff or things along those lines. Well, one thing that we should do for your resume is really position your training skills, your supervisory skills, really put those on top, um, because I think that will help show people that you weren't just a waiter, that you really had some larger responsibilities. I mean, the fact that they picked you to train other people shows the responsibility that you have. So let's go ahead and highlight those things. And when you and I get off the phone, we we can look at that in more detail. And let's also talk about social media, because you mentioned on your resume that you did some social media for the restaurant. Tell me about that. Sure. Um, So I was uh, I helped open the restaurant. So I was an original server at uh, Proxy in the West Loop. And um, their social media was kind of like lacking a little bit. So I kind of just uh, saw an opportunity and asked the chef and the owner if they were interested in a little more hands-on social media and they were so basically i got their social media going um so i did it maybe for about a year and then they kind of like kind of outsourced me because i think that they were looking for maybe other things outside of social media or they thought they were and so they went with them um but basically that's it i just kind of like got everything going Uh, i gave them like a voice and a personality on social media presence i started connecting with local restaurants and local companies and Um, stuff like that. And so I really kind of um, 
got it going, but also brought it to the identity that I think they're still running with today of the restaurant as far as their voice goes. Yeah, you help them with their brand. And I think that's terrific. You initiated it and you launched it. So I think we're going to have to build that out in your resume a little more. Really put that front and center that you went to the restaurant managers and said, hey, I can do this for you. And then eventually it grew. They probably needed more. So it sounds like they outsourced it is what you're saying. But if you can, in your resume, describe how you designed and launched the social media, and like you said, you built this brand, you built their community, um, I think that's really impressive. And I think that's something that a lot of restaurants are doing. The ones that are still operating, that are doing takeout, are so relying on social media. And we talked about another caller a couple of weeks ago who got a full-time job because the catering business hired her to create their online presence, to do their Instagram, to do their online classes, their Zoom cooking classes. So I wonder if there's a way for you to take that social media restaurant experience and move it into another position, even if it's a part-time or contract position, helping these restaurants really get their voice out, get their brand out. You might even want to go to places like Upwork and Fiverr, you know, some of those remote working online websites have you uh have you seen any of those websites where you can do remote work i don't think so that might be something for you to look at because that's something that you can offer your services for social media try it out and it's it's contract work it's remote work but it's also freelance it might just be for a week it might be for three weeks it might be for three months but it might be something that you look into do investigate all of those freelance job sites because they take uh, percentage. They take a, a portion of the revenue you earn. They charge fees to people who use it, the employers, but it still might be a way for you to keep some money coming in the door in the short term right. until you figure out what that permanent full-time step is. Yeah, definitely. I will definitely take a look at, at things like that. Yeah. And keep up with the news in Chicago, because in prep for this phone call, I was online and I was reading about the different restaurants that were staying open versus the ones that were closing. So it sounds like you're already doing some of that online with Facebook, but really make sure you stay on top of what's happening in the city because you get a chance to learn about what is happening and where there's still business and there's still activity um, versus where you might not want to spend your time. One example was that obviously the restaurants downtown and in the touristing areas are being hit the hardest. But the neighborhood restaurants, you know, like in your own neighborhood in Wicker Park, you know, places that are a little bit off the beaten path, those restaurants are doing a better job, not only because the rent is a little cheaper than it is on Michigan Avenue, but also people don't really want to go too far. They want to go out. People want to go out in the restaurants if they can right now, but they're not going to go all the way downtown or to River North just because. So maybe expanding your geography a little bit that might open up your options yeah I mean, that's a, that's a really good point um i also found that uh just a, a, an obstacle that i've run into is kind of like presenting social media as important as it is to restaurants that don't necessarily understand they know that they should have it but they're not really sure uh, necessarily why and so I, I i just don't know how to sound uh where i'm not like trying to sell it or sound like a salesperson but also trying to highlight the importance of of really getting into it. Yeah, so what you want to do is figure out which way to go because there could be plenty of restaurant owners and managers who just don't get it 
who don't understand the value and the power of social media, you might not be able to convince them. Or it just might not be worth your effort right now because you're out there looking for a full-time job. It's one thing if you worked there maybe already and you could be that person who shows the boss, hey, here's how this works. Let me try this out for you and and show you. Um, But you don't have that connection yet because you're not in-house yet. So you got to think if that's worth it. The other way you could go is if you make a connection with someone and you develop a rapport and they seem interested, but they just don't know. Say, you know what, I'll do this for free for two weeks. And you offer to do social media for them for two weeks or whatever that is. And then see how it goes. No harm, no fall. You were home on social media anyway. And if they feel like they got some traction out of it, um, then maybe something could come up of it that way. But you've got to figure out like, Pick your battles. You know, is this a restaurant owner who really will appreciate me? Or maybe you need to go to a restaurant that already has a social media presence. Right. That's a good point. I like the free standpoint idea. Yeah. Yeah. And what about classes? Uh, Do you have some time to take some classes online while people are home? Classes for like social media to learn more about it. Yeah, or anything, any community college class that you could sign up for. I mean, people are taking advantage of this opportunity that they have less commute, that they have more flexibility in their schedule to take a class online. So it might help strengthen your skill set without making a lengthy investment in a whole degree program. Uh, That's something that you've got to decide. But just to take a class online at a community college might be a way to go. And it's also a fun way to meet other people. You know, you're all doing the same thing. You're expanding your network a little bit beyond the current wait staff that you know from Chicago. It's just something to think about. Yeah, absolutely. I never considered that, but it is definitely is. Do you like social media? Do you like playing around and, and doing that? I like the kind of um, the hustle of it. I like the game of it. You know, I like learning it as it evolves and, and seeing where it's going next. So I really do enjoy the, the process of social media and seeing it grow for sure. Well, definitely check out a class, you know, that you could take online. And it's interesting. You like the pace. You also like the hustle and bustle of a restaurant. So there is an immediacy and a pace in social media. I mean, the business owners I know, whether they're doctors or doing something else on social media, the one thing they complain about is the fact that they have to jump on so quickly. Because if you don't respond to people right away, you've missed your opportunity. So if you enjoy that pace, you know, that's something for you to think about. And maybe it's something that you can segue into either contract work for now, or maybe something permanent down the road. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. So I think what we'll do is we'll take a look at your resume. But are there any other questions, other other things you want to talk about? I was, I guess, maybe just with the skills that I've had and what we've talked about, I took a look at my resume. If I'm going out of hospitality and it's not necessarily only social media uh, consulting, um, what industries do you think my skills are most applicable? Uh, What a great question. Well, again, that customer service that you have, I think, is priceless. So don't underestimate that. Um, And anything where there's a lot of human interaction You know, there's a lot of universities downtown, maybe when they pick in. I know they have a lot of student-facing positions where you're interacting with students. I mean, part of it is also dissecting what are the interests that you have. Like, what are the things that you've liked about some of the places you worked? Do you like working at a big place with lots of people? Or do you enjoy the smaller startup route? Which it sounds like this last restaurant you worked for 
they were brand new. And I think you should also mention that on your resume, by the way, that this restaurant was brand new because any new company, whether it's a restaurant or a bit other business, there are so many growing pains. And we know this, right? We know that, that there is always a lot right. of things to work out when you start. And you, right. See, I, I know you're already thinking of some things that they had to change or that went wrong in the first couple of weeks. And we know that. And the Most fact definitely. that you... The fact that you stayed there for a year and a half, you know, shows a lot about you that you were able to help this company get through their first year and a half. So, you know, on one hand, the sky's the limit because you're in this terrific city that has a lot of everything. But just try to hone in on the skills you like and go to Indeed and just keep typing in a couple of different things. Um, and see what appeals to you because you are on the junior side of your career. Um, so you've got a lot of options, but I would try and focus on things that you love, uh, things that interest you, talk to your friends, see who's had really good experiences. And if there are some jobs that seem really entry level, like I know you said um, it was Amazon that was hiring for the warehouse. And I will say Amazon and UPS, uh, all those companies are going gangbusters right now. They are also companies that can promote from within. You know, I used to know in um, back in the suburbs at one of the UPS distribution centers, you know, one of the guys that I know got in there right away and he moved up quickly. He didn't want to stay driving a truck forever, but it was an opportunity. So I think part of it is how you approach this thinking, okay, this is just for right now. This is just for the next year or two until the rest of our society settles down a little bit. And you never know. It might turn into something bigger. Yeah. And that's kind of how I'm trying to start to look at things now. And as I approach um, applying for things, that's kind of I'm trying to keep that open mind and readjust how I'm looking at, at opportunities. Good for you. Excellent. Because what you've got to do, too, is get past the mindset of, oh, I'm a waiter trying to get into another field. You've got to show them that you are an employee who's done social media. You've supervised. You've trained. You've done all these other things. You just happen to do it at a restaurant. Okay, And so maybe if you get a transitional job where you can say that you were doing social media for a catering company, then you're not a waiter. You're a social media expert who just happened to work at a catering company. Right. And then, I like that, for sure. Good. And then you take that on, and then all of a sudden you're a different type of office employee, and that opens the doors for other companies, too. And I'm, ass- I'm assuming you're using your network. I'm assuming you're talking to all your friends and families about who's hiring. I am. Yeah, I'm definitely keeping my ears and eyes open anywhere that I can. Yeah, yeah. And it also sounds like you might be in a place where you're going to have to piece together a few things. I know um, you've heard yeah. a lot about that, about the freelancers. And granted, you know, it wasn't our choice to be out there freelancing now, but make the most of it and say, OK, all I need to do is piece together maybe one part time job and one or two freelance gigs and see how that works. And it it's an opportunity for you to learn more. Because maybe you end up with an opportunity where you're doing social media, I don't know, five or 10 hours a week for a certain company. And then you realize, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. Now you know, and you haven't invested all this time and energy into a full-time job that you might hate down the road. So use this as an opportunity to feel out other companies, different environments, different tasks, and see what you like to do. Okay, for sure. I will. You know, it's kind of just a new beginning. 
It is. It is. And part of what you said earlier, too, about, you know, sticking together and being really open minded. I think that's where a lot of us have to be right now. We really have to rely on each other to boost each other up because everyone's going through this now. Um, And I hope you have a network of friends or family that you talk to often about other things, but that can keep you positive. You know, what are you doing for yourself to keep yourself motivated and uplifted? Um, I'm, I'm just trying to do positive things. You know, I'm trying to stay active, like physically active, you know, simple stuff like just eating well, just so I don't start to like dwell on whatever, you know, it's not going super well right now or the news or anything, you know, so I just try to keep a really positive lifestyle and mindset because I believe it helps everything and, uh, you know, jobs and career included. Oh, that is terrific advice for all of us, by the way, whether we have a job (laughs) or not. I wish more people thought like that. It's very true. The other thing I've heard other people do is make dates out into the future so you have something different to look forward to. So maybe it's getting together with some friends uh, from high school, even if it's a Zoom call. You know, put a date out in the calendar two weeks from now of something different that you're going to do to keep your mind also a little bit off of the job search because it can be so consuming. So find that balance between making it a job, a full-time job, but also give yourself a break. Yeah. I mean, you need to, right? I hope so. I, I, it sounds like you're doing that, but you know, this is going to be a marathon. It's not a sprint. So you've just got to stay at, stay at it. Keep talking to your friends, talking to your family. And, you know, maybe you guys have some fun with it. Like, what's the craziest thing that happened to us this week? You know, what's the worst rejection letter you've had um, in addition to some of the good things that are happening to just keep it light and uh, have a laugh because laughter will also help get us all through it. It's like the only thing left. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Well, look, it sounds like you've got some options and if anything, it sounds like you've also got a really healthy attitude. And I think that's going to really help get you through the next couple of months. Thank you. You're very welcome. Okay, well, I really appreciate you calling in, Daniel. I appreciate you, too, for uh, taking the time and connecting. Oh, my pleasure. Take care. You, too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Job Talk Weekly. If you like the podcast, and we hope you do, the best thing you can do is to subscribe and forward it to your friends. We'd love to hear what you think, so please rate and review us or send us a quick email to info at jobtalkweekly.com. See you next time.